Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome. Today I'm sitting at my desk. It's a little bit rainy out, and the flowers are in full bloom. The lilacs and the daffodils and the azalea bushes are opening out right in front of my windows, in front of my office, and I'm just enjoying the smell and and the beauty, and I'm thinking about mothers and what they do, who they are, and what they mean in our lives. And today I'm going to do a little podcast on mothers, and then I'm going to give you all a special Mother's Day meditation that you can send and share with your moms. So I've wrapped up your your gift for <laughs> Mother's Day this year, created it and packaged it and sent it to you. So I'm just feeling so, so grateful for my mother. So I want to tell you a little story about my life and the fact that I have two mothers. So I had a mother who raised me for 35 years. When she passed, I was 35 years old. And then I had a mother who gave birth to me and I was placed up for adoption right after she had me. And then I was in an orphanage for three months that was probably very nice. It was Rosalia and it was in Pittsburgh and the Sisters of Charity managed that. So I am sure I was completely well taken care of from the delivery until being placed in my mom and dad's arms. And so today is such a special subject for me because I'm so grateful that I had two moms and one lifetime. The other thing I'm grateful for is being a mom of two absolutely unique, beautiful, engaging, talented, (laughs) and just very interesting. My children just really, I've always felt entertained by them. The heart connection that we have, I feel is very, very deep and I'm grateful for all of it. What are we going to talk about today with mothers? What I'm leaning into is opening up the Akashic records and letting the divine give us some messages. One of the reasons I'm doing this is I just felt a hard stop in my heart because this is one subject that gets real emotional for me. So yesterday, May 2nd, was my I got you day. So my I got you day really doesn't mean anything to anybody anymore except it meant something to my mom and dad because that was the very first day that they laid eyes on me. It was to them the beginning of our journey together. And so that date has a special place in my heart. And so in a moment, I'm going to actually open up our divine presence and see what they, our guides, have to say about mothers. So if you just heard me say our guides, you're probably saying something like, number one, you don't know me. (laughs) This is the first time I found your podcast. So how can you know what my mother is or what she means to me. 
The other thing you might be saying is, gee, you recorded this on May 3rd in 2021. How, (laughs) how do you know that I was going to someday in the future open up this podcast? My friends, you have just asked the magic question and it has a very simple answer. It's called the energy of the collective consciousness. In our Akashic energy field, we often think of our timelines as January, February, March, April, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old. But that's not what it looks like in the energy of our Akashic field. And so in this moment, while it's May 3rd, 2021, three years from now, you could be listening to this podcast and this really and truly, in essence, was meant for you. There was a movie I was watching the other day and geez, Meg Ryan's ex-husband was in the movie and he was a young boy and he, he was sitting at a desk that he was sitting in as a man of advanced age. So if you can imagine you sitting at a desk at 10 years old and you're talking to your older self that's out in the future. And of course, the younger self didn't want to believe that the older self had information to share. And so there was a moment where he actually burned the desk. And as the one higher conscious self was like burning something on the desk, the other self, the younger self was actually seeing it come through. And while this is definitely science fiction, I really resonated with that in the movie, like hard stop, oh my God type of moment where this is exactly such a good example of how timelines work. It really wasn't one of those shows that all the pieces were, I love the show type of thing. However, the concept behind it really resonated with me. And I think it would be a fun example that you could actually see what I was trying to describe from, <laughs> from a memory. <sighs> Just taking a deep breath in and I'm getting grounded and centered because the second part of the story I want to tell you is what happened to me on Sunday. When I wake up in the morning, I have a preset alarm at it's 630 and I don't like to get out of bed at 630. I think it's really early. (laughs) Some mornings I will. And the more light outside it gets, the earlier I'll get up to experience the day. But when it's a cold and dreary winter, (laughs) 630 comes and I like to snuggle in for a little bit longer. So I have my alarm clock set that I can listen to a radio station. And then when that alarm clock and radio station goes off, that's the time I get out of bed. So it's a nice integration into the day for me. And that's how I work. I am not one of those people that jump out of bed. Although some people in our family do, it is not me. (laughs) So Sunday morning, I had gotten up a little bit early and probably went to the restroom. And then I thought, Oh, I'm going to shut off the radio today because I really want to sleep in and I really want to hear the spring birds instead of the the station. And on Sunday morning, the radio station isn't uh, the songs, like there's a country 
station. I think it's 103.3 or something. And it's a country Western station that kind of comes on. But what I like about it is I really don't like to hear the news. And they just give you a few local happenings in our county and a few overarching like big pieces of news. And honestly, that's enough for me. So I ended up not shutting off the radio and I went back to bed. And as I was sleeping, the radio turns on at 630 to the perfect song from beginning to end of Amazing Grace. My father's favorite song was Amazing Grace. It just touched his heart. He liked some of the old feel of it and he loved to sing. So he would choose to sing it with his choir. He had a crucible chorus choir and it was just so, so lovely and he would sing it. So, of course, I was quite touched that how my May 2nd I Got You Day song. So I was so happy that on May 2nd, my I Got You Day, when I woke up, I woke up to a message from my father. You might say, Candy, how do you know that that was from your father? Well, this radio station usually has, doesn't have music on it. It usually is a talk show on Sunday morning. Now, every now and then it'll have a special guest or special host or something changes, but it's not particularly usual for Amazing Grace to be on on Sunday on the show that usually they're talking like it's a talk show. So many times in my life, both my mom and dad, they come in different forms with different numbers, with different songs. My dad usually comes in at Country Roads Take Me Home. Like if I'm traveling and he wants to say hello, that's what comes on. But Amazing Grace was a moment of, I immediately said, thank you, Daddy. And I receive your beautiful message. And I sure am open to more. In my heart of hearts, I know that that was my mother (laughs) prodding my dad to play that song. And I'm sure that they combined their energies so that they could say happy birthday on May 2nd. So back to mothers, even from 25 years on the other side of living on this planet, her love was so undying that she kind of booted my dad into making sure that the two of them had a message for me because I knew when I heard it and what day it was that they were both with me. But that song would have made the most sense to give me that day. This isn't the first time that my mother (laughs) has come from the other side to let me know that she's around. Several of you may have heard on the other podcasts, and I'm pretty sure I talked about this. When my mother came on my daughter's 10th birthday, my, my daughter had always gotten a bike from my mother at the appropriate age, you know, because like some bikes last a few years, but then when she went through her next growth spurt, It was my mother's responsibility in her mind, not mine. (laughs) She's like, oh, it's a bike time. You know, she needs a new bike. And I'm like, oh my goodness, mom, please. Nope, I insist. I insist, I insist. She would buy her a new bike. So the last bike she bought her, I remember it was so expensive. It was in a like professional bike store. And I was quite heart sick about it. My mom had you know, been retired and it just seemed like a lot of money. And she insisted on, you know giving my daughter this bike. Then my mom passed. So my daughter's 10th year, her legs were getting nice and long. She looked like a little filly, a little pony running in the fields. And 
she definitely needed more space on a bicycle. And so it was her birthday. It was her 10th birthday. And we were actually having the party that day. And I had to stop at home because I had forgotten something. We were doing a big celebration at a place called Muddy Run, which is a like you can tent and you can bring your RV there. And she loved the earth. And so she took 30 of her little girlfriends or it was quite a lot of people. And we built tents and we had a lot of fun. But I forgot something and I had to stop at the house, like paper plates or something. So when I stopped at the house, the phone rang. And uh, if you've heard this story before, I apologize. But there was a, a message and and I quick picked it up because it said, is Carly Haza there? And I used to get super annoyed when somebody would ask for my child because I didn't want to identify my child because, you know, you never know. But back then we still had answering machines and, you know, my daughter's 34 now. So this is quite a few years ago. And I was a little bit snippy. I'm like, um, she's a minor. She's a child. And she said, well, excellent, because she just won a bicycle. Now, remember, I had accident, I'd forgotten something and stopped at the house and received that message live. Otherwise, I wouldn't have it. Definitely would have been on my answer machine. But generally speaking, it would take me a few days to answer my answer machine. So on her birthday uh, or her birthday party, I should say, she received a brand new bike. And somehow I think my mother had something to do with that. My point is that mothers go beyond the depths of this realm to continue to communicate with us. And the reason I think that it's so is because it's such an unconditional love. And so I feel the energy of just slipping into the records and I'm going to open them now. And I'm going to channel the message from Divine regarding mother's love. Taking a deep breath in. And as we breathe in love and grace and forgiveness, we also bring in the energy of an open heart, taking a deep breath in. And as we feel that space of our opened heart, we know that the vibration of love is timeless. Breathing all of that into your heart. There was a special woman in your life that loved you. May have loved you since the moment you were conceived. Or maybe even the first time she thought about your existence. Taking a deep breath in. You might start having warm feelings as your heart space opens. And as it opens bigger and bigger and bigger, I invite you to put your hands over your heart. And as you do so, you may feel this incredible warmth. Taking yet another deep breath in. There it is. I feel the connection. There is only one time that a relationship exists between a mother and her daughter or mother and her son were if you're part of triplets twins or even more all of you especially the mother 
has experienced feeling the rhythm, the cadence, the energy, the vibration of you inside her body. Taking a deep breath in for purposes of clearing and cleansing. And also just to bring the energy closer and closer and closer to your heart. There it is. There's the connection. You grew underneath your mother's heart that was so open and willing to let the vibration and the energy of you in her energy field taking a deep breath in mm, your hands may be getting very warm right now as they awaken and align to the truth that lives in your heart about your special mother and if you can take a moment to imagine, if you could take a moment to imagine the truth of you, this little creature, this little sack of DNA and of cells co-joining and configuring into the new you, into the you that we know today. That's right. And this whole process started with the decision, either consciously or unconsciously, from your mother. And as those cells kept replicating and rejuvenating and growing, and the baby inside would be fed and continue to grow and to grow and to love and to know. Feel that. As you feel that, you might choose to close your eyes while your heart still is covered with your hands. You might start feeling rushing warm energy into your heart, into your hands, into your body. Taking that in and breathing that in just a little deeper. Good job. You did it. Feel the love. Be with the love of your mother. If your mother enjoy this moment of acknowledgement for the person that you are now, the person that made the decision to bring us into your own energy field, and such a blessing for the new children that you're going to bring into the world. Taking a deep breath in. And as we do, you might even have a realization of a grandbaby still in your energy field, yet waiting to come and to visit you and to play with you and to snuggle with you <laughs> and to tell you that you have flabby skin and possibly bad breath. <laughs> you gotta love a kid that speaks the truth. There's something so fresh about a child. And there's something so innocent when they pat your flabby arm and say, what is that? Because they don't even have one of those things. 
the flabby arm. When a child speaks to us, sometimes everything stops. Everything around us stops and we really lean into the now. And as we now lean into the now, breathing this moment into your own body, breathing in your joy, your grace, your forgiveness, and your highest and best possible outcomes for your life now, for your life three months from now, for your life six months from now, for your life a year from now, and for your life a year from now and beyond. I wish you the energy of flow in your aura system, in your energy system, and in who you really are. Taking a deep breath in. We're gonna ask some questions in the Akashic energy field that can help you to align to this reading and to other people's readings as we are starting to learn how to tandem connect with the quantum energy field. That's right. And as you lean into this beautiful gift, I invite you to thank your guides, your Akashic record keepers, and any sweet presence that's on the other side that now wants to support you. Taking a deep breath in. As we look into your body, your guides are gonna do a very quick flush of your system to bring in more energy, more grace, more wisdom, more truth, and more of the aligned, highest, and best self. Taking a deep breath in. So this Mother's Day special is all about you, your family, and your loved ones. I invite you to go share a space in your heart with somebody that you know that might be alone today, that might need some more of your love and your support. Blessings to this from now and its DNA and a cellular level to infinity and beyond and beyond that. Thank you and have a happy Mother's Day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to CandiceHaza.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.